Take. My name is Perry Meltzer and I'm Charlotte Steinberg and this is the podcast where we talk all things sports and the women's take. Hey guys so obviously we've been gone for how many I don't even know how many it's weeks. been like we recorded like three or four days before the Super Bowl so about a month. Okay so we took a month well Perry had some personal issues that she had to deal with and then I also right now am battling COVID-19 so between those victories, drama, COVID-19. we had a lot of drama on our side, but we are back, back mm-hmm. to weekly podcasts. That's yeah. our promise. We will be doing weekly. Um, we're right now, Syracuse is on spring break. I'm obviously in Syracuse because I have to quarantine. And Paris I am not, home. I'm in New Jersey. Yes. Um, so obviously big topic this week, we got March Madness, the best time of the year. Best yeah. time. Um, today we're going to be talking about our matchups to watch for the round of 64, our final four maybe picks, and um, some teams to watch out for as a Cinderella. Um, let's write, let's, we'll get right back, we'll get right into it. So um, obviously we're going to start with the West division. Uh, Perry, are there any matchups that you see that like really catch your eye? Because I know there's some, a couple that actually I think could be some. Yeah. So I, I, from seating, obviously you go down a little bit, you got to break up that first set. The first one that I would say that I set up for is a Kentucky Arkansas matchup. I have that definitely picked out eventually. And I have, um, I'm interested to also see what if Alabama, obviously they're going to play Notre Dame or Rutgers and Texas tech is playing Montana. And I have that ended up ending up with Alabama playing Texas tech. So I'm very curious to see, those seedings are not too far apart. Are these going to be really competitive games? Are we going to see a team like Texas Tech blow Alabama out of the water? I feel like these 11 seed teams playing some of these teams, they're getting really unlucky, obviously. But I do see, I do have Davidson beating Michigan State. Wow. Okay, so yes. for listeners that don't know, I actually transferred from Michigan State. Um, I covered the sports all freshman year. I know Tom Izzo pretty well. Fun fact, might have his number. You never know. So on here, though, it says 62% of users have Michigan State and 38% of users pick Davidson also. So my pick, actually, I'm going against my team. Um, I got Davidson over Michigan State. You did. Close one. Yeah. Davidson has, first of all, Michigan State's point guard, A.J. Hogger, um, uh, their point guard, uh, forgot his name. He's actually injured. So I don't know if he's going to be playing. Um, if they lose their starting guard, that's pretty bad. Joey Hauser's just not been the player he was. And um, I just think the talent isn't there. I think I don't see Davidson going past the round of 32, but. No, they won't beat Duke. They won't beat Duke, but Duke's going to be beat by Texas Tech in my bracket, at least. Yeah, yes. Matchup. Um, um, I, I have that as well. And I have them ending up playing Gonzaga. Yes, I do too. But I think the interesting matchup that I wanted to talk about was Vermont versus Arkansas. Um, okay. I actually have Vermont beating Arkansas and those 13 to four matchups are always interesting in a bracket because you never really know. There's such like a difference in the seating. And, you know, when I go through my bracket, which we will obviously Perry and I will walk you guys through our brackets, but I think um, I got Vermont over Arkansas. 
That's an interesting take. It says, obviously, I always now, because a lot of people have filled out their brackets and so close to locking time. Um, Arkansas is 82% of users and Vermont is 18%. But when you look at the strength of schedule, Hmm. Vermont is 228th. They're like not even supposed to be in the tournament. Okay, okay. They're playing in the American East. Arkansas is playing in the SEC, one of the big power five conferences. But I'm really looking at um field goal percentage vermont is shooting 49.3 percent from the floor which is fifth best in the country okay so what is arkansas's defense like though well arkansas does obviously have sour power they're in the sec um they have some great players but look the vermont's only played one team in the top 25 this season arkansas played and they lost to them yeah and they lost but I, I'm telling you, watch out for Vermont. We're going to come back here next week and I'll be like, Perry, I didn't call Vermont. Um, yeah, I also, I don't have Bama advancing in the first round. They're going to get beat by Rutgers. Um, I, I really do. I think Rutgers with Ron Harper Jr. is great. Um, Rutgers is a scary team. If they beat their play, their first four game, they're going to beat. I, I know. Alabama- so is that game, is that playing the playing games are tonight? Um, Indiana, uh, well, the two Texas teams are playing right now as we speak. And okay. then as the 16 seeds that play one of the one seeds, right. we know the chances they're not going to beat the one seed unless you're UMBC, which was crazy. But uh, mm-hmm. I think with um, Indiana plays tonight and then tomorrow we got Notre Dame Rutgers. That's a game to watch out for listeners. If you're listening, definitely watch tonight. Um, this will be uploaded tomorrow. So Definitely watch tonight the Notre Dame Rutgers game. It's going to be crazy. Um, I got. Rutgers- I think also looking at these brackets, I feel like the only time we wouldn't really see an upset is with Gonzaga. And I was actually talking about this with my dad yesterday. And the thing about Gonzaga that a lot of people don't know, and I'm sure you probably know, they do not have a big percentage of players. I don't know if it's a policy with the school or if it's just like a moral thing, but their players do not leave. They all graduate. So every single year, these teams have their team consistently gels, consistently gels because all these guys stay all four years. Whereas you look at schools like Michigan and then even sometimes Syracuse and all these different schools where players decide after one, two, three years that they're going to go and hit the NBA or at least attempt to. So I feel like Gonzaga is a huge threat to this tournament because their team's click so well after all that time together well they do have drew timmy um who was the west coast conference player of the year they got chet holgram who i don't think he's i think that uh jabari parker out of auburn which we'll talk about later is going to be the number one pick but i think chet is obviously going to leave after this year so he's going to be one and done which i still think to this day i'll never agree with letting these players that are like 18 years old into the nba and it's ridiculous like they get their own apartment and like, they're not ready to like, they're like, they're still teenagers. Like, I'm sorry, but like, yeah, Caitlin Clark talked about that recently, how you can't go into the WNBA until graduation. And she was talking about like, if you were to do that, Caitlin Clark, for who all of you who don't know, she's a close friend of Paige Beckers, who's a star of UConn. They play USA basketball together. She's a Iowa native and the, and lights it up her. She can, she makes it from the logo very regularly on the court, these shots she can take. And she said that in order for like these female players to go into the WNBA, the pay would have to increase too, because there'd be the, the fights for roster spots are completely different. You see a lot of these situations where women are being kicked off of teams 
I kicked off. They're being waived a lot because their rosters, I think, and the way the system is, is very different than the NBA. There's less teams, less spots. So I'm, it's very interesting to see how these male teams match up against women's teams that have so much chemistry because they have to play together for four years. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I WNBA is a work in progress, but that's also another matchup in the West that I'm looking out for is this Memphis Boise state matchup. Um, Memphis with Penny Hardaway. We've always been great, but, uh, I think with uh, Amani Bates, who was supposed to go to Michigan State, um, and then you got you got Jalen Duran, who's at the five for Penny Hardaway. It's going to be a tough matchup, but Boise State's got Leon Rice, and he had a fifteen, I want to say fifteen and three record. And look, it'll be an interesting matchup. I have Memphis. I in my final two uh, for the Elite Eight, Perry. I have Gonzaga and Texas Tech. Who do you have? Um, I picked Boise State for that game. Your final two, I have Gonzaga, Texas Tech as well. Okay, so let's move. Oh, you got, okay, Boise State, interesting. Let's move to the East region. So this is the Baylor division with uh, yeah. Kentucky. Totally. Um, and I have, we can kind of disregard for the most part. I, I have right there Virginia Tech beating Texas. I feel like they're on a roll. That's a lock. That's a lock. I have them. They're on a roll. I see Murray State going to play Kentucky, but I don't quite see them beating Kentucky. That's what And I have Virginia Tech then beating Kentucky and having to play UCLA in the final, uh, in the Elite Eight. I have UCLA also beating Baylor. And I picked Baylor to win it all last year, so I'm, like, decently good at these picks. I actually won out of a group of 70 people in a class. So I, I'm not too shabby at this. You can tell me I'm wrong, obviously, if they lose, but I – I have a good friend, shout out to Jake, who picked UCLA to win the whole thing. And I think that they UCLA can beat the, the title. He thinks that they're going to, he has them miss his final pick. Jake. Goldberg. He has them, UCLA is. Yeah. So I think UCLA is going to play Baylor and lose. And I have my final there as UCLA, Virginia Tech with UCLA beating them. See, okay. So when looking, if we're talking about UCLA, Obviously, they have Akron. I think they'll beat them. But then right. they got they have to run into a very tough St. Mary's team. Um, I do UCLA? Have, yeah. Oh. Because, um, um, I have the play-in team beating St. Mary's. Really? Because uh, if it's Indiana. Listen, Syracuse has played no bueno this year. We all know that. We, beat we went into triple overtime against Indiana. Listen, They're a strong team. They've got a couple really strong guys on the court. That was a really good game. It's probably one of the better sporting events I've been into my been to in my life. It was so fun. I see Indiana having a party out there. Um, if you guys don't know, we actually so we're Syracuse students, obviously, and we went to the game. And when Indiana came into town for the Big Ten ACC challenge. This game went into triple overtime. It was crazy. I felt like everyone we knew was we there. were in the we were in the Carrier Dome for like three hours instead of like the hour and a half that we're generally some in there for a game, and it was like ten o'clock at night. This game ended. It was great, and obviously I have family who went into went to Indiana, and so to Charlotte, and so it was very it was really cool to experience that having family members went into Indiana and us going to Syracuse. And Indiana was a really strong team. Syracuse was not good this year, but Indiana really put up a fight. So many times we thought we were going to win. So I really do see them winning this playing game, and I see them having to face UCLA. 
And I see UCLA winning that, but I haven't seen them facing UCLA. I think UCLA also with the experience they have, obviously they went far last year. Um, I think Tiger Campbell is one of the most underrated point guards in America, Mm -hmm. uh, leading the offense for UCLA. Even though they're coming out of a small, obviously the Pac-12 is getting stronger, but... um, Pac-12 is definitely not, at least in the, for male men's basketball, I would say, is not the strong conference. I would of say course. that it's very, it's probably the most dominant for women's basketball right now. Um, but I would definitely say for men's, it is way more like a football type school, except the, I actually lived at UCLA for like five weeks a few summers ago. So I have a lot of loyalty to that school. And I don't know. I think some of the culture there, I just like to see them thrive. So I want to see them play Indiana, but I don't think Indiana would win. I don't I, look Wyoming who they're playing. Like everyone's look, everyone's talking about Indiana. It's going to play St. Mary's Wyoming is a really solid team. Also um, they're, they, they're pretty I will be honest. I can't name one person on that team. Okay. I can't name a person on it, but this is, okay. their, <laughs> this is their first appearance in the, in the tournament since tournament ever. Um, it's like who knew who Carson Wentz was before the draft. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. North Dakota State University is kind of the same situation. Let's be um, real. For the East Division, I have Baylor and Kentucky, and Kentucky going to the Final Four. Those are my picks. But I think the matchups I'm watching for in the East are going to be – I want Virginia Tech to at least go to the Sweet 16. Um, Purdue's another name to watch. Jaden Ivey has been killing it. Um, and then Murray State-San Francisco, another matchup I like. I have Murray State. I want John Moran to go crazy on Twitter during March Madness. That's also another reason why I picked them. Um, San Francisco's a good team. They beat, um, I think I want to say like last year, they beat Gonzaga. So I don't know. It's March. Anything can happen. Um, I know. That's why I'm saying to you, like UCLA, like Virginia Tech getting down there to beat UCLA. I don't think that that was a crazy thing on my part. I think that that's a pretty probable situation. I feel like we really could see it. Listen, Virginia Tech beat Duke and we couldn't beat Duke. That's crazy. Let's move to the South region. So this is the Arizona region with um, Nova as their two seed. But this South division is so interesting to me. It's hectic. This is so hectic. There are so many teams that could make it to the Elite Eight here. Exactly. Um, Watch out for Chattanooga. I'm telling you now. Chattanooga, really? Chattanooga, Chattanooga. Well, um, well, I hate to break it to the user picks are very, very torn here. That's okay. I don't skewed. care. I don't care. I don't and the care. team comparison is crazy. Like, um, strength of schedule for Illinois is 30. Chattanooga, 109. I don't this care. Is the thing. This is why I think you're wrong, okay? You got to hear me out. Illinois is a four seed out of the Big Ten. So that that en- that's enough in my mind. Okay. The strength okay. of schedule that they have is a huge difference. Obviously, they played playing. ACC teams this season because Perry, of the challenge. Who who would have bet that UMBC would beat Virginia? No one. No, no I, one. I I agree, but I don't see it happening here. Okay, I see well, Illinois winning this. Illinois has too strong of a schedule because they played ACC teams this year, which are historically, I would say probably one of the hardest divisions, if not currently the hardest because of Duke and UNC and Virginia. And when Syracuse is good, that's hard. And they're played against 
Michigan State this season. Michigan didn't do so great. And they, they oh, against that's another topic that we have. Indiana to get to. was like sometimes good, sometimes eh. Illinois doesn't have an easy route. I see this not being that difficult for them. It just um, other than Chattanooga and that division that I have as the upset, and we will come back here and I will say that I was right. I know it. Um, Houston and UAB. I have UAB. Okay. I was about to say, if you don't have one of those two, we're going to have a problem. UAB. They had a good season. They had a good season. Um, they're obviously in the U S the conference USA division, but um they're led by a guy that was in the sec their head coach was at Ole Miss so he does have experience um in a tough decision in a tough division but I have UAB Illinois um right now Chattanooga and then Chattanooga going to play the number one seed Arizona Wildcats and losing but so this is gonna make you laugh and I'm sorry listeners because I'm way more educated on sports and this is a sound I hate I hate Houston's logo because I feel like it's just a copy of Kentucky. Oh my God. We're not going into logo. That bothers me so much. And I feel like I'm the only person that that bothers. We're not talking logos. Who cares about the freaking logo? I don't care if you can put But I just have to say every time I see Houston's logo, I just feel like they're like the little brother of Kentucky in my mind because their logo is like a cheap. Yeah, I see it. No, I see it. I definitely see it. But uh, let's talk. Who is your final two teams coming out of there? I will tell you. I'll tell you in a second. But uh, Colorado State. Colorado. I see them winning. They are going to have to play Tennessee. Watch out. And they're going to beat Tennessee. I agree. They're going to beat Tennessee and then they're going to lose to Villanova in that bracket. But Colorado State, Michigan did not deserve to be in the tournament. I'm sorry if you are a Michigan fan listening to this. Indiana just beat you guys. Okay. Yeah. And you think that you deserve an 11 seed? First of all, Indiana should be in this bracket right now. Um, it's crazy to me. They have to play it. I was talking to my brother the other day and he could not believe that Michigan was in this tournament. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to their see coach. Their coach literally doesn't have a grasp on reality. <laughs> um, didn't he knock someone out? He knocked out the Wisconsin. He, there was like a altercation on the court and he like hit someone in the face and he got suspended for but it. He like punched a coach. Um, I would now, even if like, I don't even care if they were playing like Norfolk steak or something, someone I would have bet I'm betting against them every single time because I do not believe they're allowed should be allowed in the tournament. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. But I think, um, I got Colorado state. I got Tennessee, Loyola, Chicago, sister Jean. Sister no, sister Jean is UMBC. I thought. No, she's Chicago. Yes. Perry, where have you been? Oh, I thought she was the woman from Loyola. Like, I thought she was Loyola, Maryland, this woman. Loyola, Chicago, Rambler. So UMBC had like an old woman that was like obsessed with them too, right? Yes, she did. Because wait, she wait, like was wait. she like traveled with the team. I vividly remember being in New Jersey's family watching this. And no, no, she, no. Like, this the team. woman you're talking about, you can't see listeners, but I pulled up a picture of Sister Jean, Loyola, Chicago. That's the woman. I remember. There she is. There was a woman who followed with UMBC. Yes, no, I know, but. uh, And that's who I'm thinking of. I'm very tempted to. So obviously I've Loyola Chicago over Ohio State. Listeners lock that pick in. Um, I have that as well. I'd be willing to put money on that one because I think Loyola Chicago when it comes to March. But they won't be Villanova. I don't know. I haven't. They're not being Villanova. Not a shot. I don't know. Um, the two teams I have coming out of the, the look, I was really tempted to take Colorado State over Villanova. 
but I got Arizona and Nova and I have Arizona going to the final four because they're just too good. I don't think. Are you curious to know what the users pick on the Nova Loyola Chicago is? Tell me because I'm probably going to. 79% to 10%. In favor of who? Villanova. Oh, really? I got Arizona. I'm rocking. That math doesn't actually add up. So I'm assuming it's in comparison to the number of people who locked. Interesting. Well, as we look, I've gone through my picks. So I have Arizona. I have Gonzaga coming out of the West. I got Kentucky coming out of the East. And I've okay. got out of the South, I got Arizona. And now we're going to go through the Midwest. Wait, this fun is- fact though, the president and the first ladies alumni, um, uh, undergraduate universities are playing each other in the first round. So it's very cool. I think Joe Biden and Joe Biden schools are playing each other. Delaware, I don't even, I don't even, they're not. They're well, this is the first year that Delaware has made the tournament. I think in a very long and ever that they've both been, but you know, I think, I might be wrong, but the last time the women's, I'm going to quiz you for a second. The last time Delaware played, I'm pretty sure, in a tour in the tournament, do you know who was on their roster? Yes, everyone keeps talking about him. Who? Jameer Nelson, I know. No, no, woman. Who was the last time when the women's oh, team? Oh, Deladon. That's so easy. Yeah. That's too okay. easy. You Just making sure home. you're paying attention. So we're now down to the Midwest region. Okay, so yeah, the Elena Deladon, NBA, uh, WNBA star. Um, yeah. It's the Mystics. Yes. Um, let's talk Midwest. Another division. The I'm sorry, but the the South and the Midwest are the two hardest divisions. Providence oh. College. What? what? Like, what do you mean? Like Providence College is on here. Providence University is it Providence College? Providence College, Providence College just Providence. The Friars. Yeah, um, Providence. It's pro. That's like a very popular school around here, and I was interested to see them in the tournament. Um. Yeah, they're a four seed. But okay, so I'm gonna walk you through my upsets in this. Division. Yeah, I want to so hear. I got Kansas in the first matchup, taking that over the play in. Doesn't matter who it is. Kansas is not losing the first round. Right. Um, the obviously. percentage of one seed wins is high. Um, the second one, I got San Diego State over Creighton. I got so do Iowa I. over Richmond. Yep. Upset, South Dakota State over Providence. Um, okay. Another upset, LSU, a lot of drama in that program. They're not meant to. I have Iowa State as well winning that game. Yep. And then I got another upset, Colgate over Wisconsin. I don't see that one. I see Wisconsin winning that. Um. Yeah. And that is 92% users pick. Eight percent. I don't care about numbers. I don't care how many people picked it. I'm picking. These are Charlotte Steinberg's picks. Okay. Colgate over the Badgers. Then the last one I got Miami over USC. Another okay. upset. Um, I just I don't see the Mobley. Uh, I don't see the other Mobley leading them over Miami. Miami's has a lot of experience and they're ready for the tournament. Then I got Auburn over Jackson State, and then yep. my final two. Um. I, got, I was I was really highly considering putting I got I you know I'm gonna do it I got Iowa over Kansas and my final my I do too I have uh, Iowa Auburn in that final yep, game right we, there. we agree on that one so my yeah. final four are Gonzaga versus Kentucky and then um I got Gonzaga winning that and then I got Arc uh what the heck happened to my bracket um I have Arizona over Iowa. And then, um, not, I don't agree. My my national champion is Arizona over Gonzaga. Boom. Okay. 
I've got Gonzaga UCLA with Gonzaga getting that W. And then I have Villanova playing Iowa with Villanova going to the final and winning against Gonzaga. And my tiebreaker is 142. Wait, who's your winner? Villanova. Wow. Villanova mm-hmm. winning it all. Yeah. Wow. And I've got a combine of 142. Jeez. Yeah. 142 for that tiebreaker. Let's talk um, some Cinderella's. Um, my Cinderella yeah. of the tournament. I'm gonna go. I say Iowa. Yeah, Get but they're not far. Really Cinderella because they got if you're a top five seed, you're kind of not. It's like more like the 10 through like yeah, I don't know. I don't really see this year being a huge Cinderella year. I just feel like there's too many teams that are too good. Well, I'll list some Cinderella's if you're listening and you're still filling out your bracket. Some teams that I'm gonna say to keep your eye on out of the West Division, keep an eye on Virginia Tech. Um for sure. They are going to have a tough battle if they end up playing Kentucky. I see that. I see that being a very good game. Oh wait, sorry. Are they not in the West? Where's Virginia Tech? I, oh no, they're not in the West. Um, out of the West Division, watch out for Davidson. Imagine, the East, yeah. Imagine Davidson ending Coach K's career. That'd be crazy. Um, yeah. Watch out for um, Vermont. And um, yeah, that those are my two out of the West. Out of the East, um. I'm going to have to go with VT. There we go. In the East Virginia Tech, um, they've won 13 of their last 15 games. So watch out for them. They are hot. Um, Murray State, be so cool to watch them beat Kentucky. That'd be insane. I had never heard of this school prior. What, Murray State? I, like, didn't even know that existed. Well, John Morant made it. So, you know, it takes one person, one person, one person and turns the whole season around. But um, I I know a lot of people – we're talking to me today like, oh, how far do you have Purdue going in the tournament? I have them stopped after Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech's going to get it done. I agree. I don't see that. Out of the South, I think another big team. one, another big one I have, even though the seeding isn't, it, it means something but doesn't. I see Colorado State, they're like a program we don't hear about too much in basketball. We hear about them mostly in football. Every so often pop up. I think they're like the first school that their team like became infested with COVID actually. Um, I have Colorado state making it and then losing to Villanova. So that's a team. I know they're number 60, but they're like not a pro they're not a Duke program. They're not one of these big 10 programs and they're not an ACC team. So I see them being a pretty big impressive. They'd be really impressive if they can get um, to playing Villanova. Well, Colorado state has this player called named David Roddy. Um, he is great. He can, you you never know what you're going to get from him. He can go from 50, he can get 10 and still win the game. This is their they're 25 and 5. They went 14 and 4 in the Mountain West. Um they're having the best season apparently according to their website in school history. Um and they became a top 20 per possession offense. So I, I like the pick by Perry. I think Colorado State I I don't think they have enough to beat Villanova. I'm no. telling you watch out for the Ramblers. It's it's March, it's their month. I like to, I wish Syracuse was in this tournament because we could talk about how they're matched. And unfortunately, I might be crazy, but I feel like Syracuse's roster this year was a little bit more solid than maybe last year, if it makes sense. But yet it was like a worse season. Like I felt like this year the roster seemed more impressive, but then it ended up being a worse season. Like we made it to what, Sweet 16 last year? Yeah, we made it to Sweet 16. I just, it's I don't interesting. know. Watch out for Sandy. Watch for South Dakota State. That's an, out of the Midwest and um, 
even maybe Colgate. I know a lot of people want to like, I know they make the tournament a lot. Some like people are like, oh, the toothpaste, you know, like they're one of the hottest about. teams. They're winning, they've won 19 of their last 20 games. Um, they they came out of the Patriot, they're out of the Patriot League, but I think this March Madness is gonna be really interesting. This is like one of the years it really could go anyway. Like you could get Arizona, you could get Iowa. Gonzaga's the heavy favorite right now, but um, I don't know. I don't know. The brackets are very interesting. Obviously, Perry and I are in a league together, so we'll see who has a better bracket. I'm telling you. Watch- I have a different winner. I have a different winner for that bracket. Oh, what's your bracket for the real one? Well, for our one? Yeah. I, so the, my real bracket, which is like my family's bracket, I have Villanova winning. Um, We actually have a lot of people who didn't finish their brackets for our other one. I have... I have Auburn winning the whole thing. And I have the final four being Colorado State, Auburn, and Gonzaga. What? Colorado State breaking news. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, you know what? Let me just try something different. And you know what? This one matters because it's with like a group of people, but it's not going to be the one that I will follow as closely probably. Oh, I'm Um, following this one very closely. But Colorado State, I don't know. I see them maybe having a good season. Uh, Gonzaga, Kentucky on that. And then it ends up being Gonzaga, Auburn with Auburn, you know, pulling for Bruce Pearl and uh, War Eagle. One of our friends is actually related to Bruce Pearl. Just a quick shout out. Um, Just with him. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. She went to dinner with him and she sent us. No, she went down for the SEC tournament, I think. Yeah, she did. She did. I don't know. I think, I think this March Madness, obviously, we have playing games still to be had. The play I, I just think Michigan should have been in the play-in game and not Indiana. Um, I think it should have been Michigan versus Wyoming. Um, I just think it's so unfair to have Rutgers and like all these teams that are so good and you put Michigan in the tournament. Something's fishy to me, but that's just me. Um, but I've got Auburn winning it all. War Eagle, I think that they have a pretty good shot. I ha- think they had a little bit of a rush, rough patch, but they were like number one in the country at one point. So I think they're going to come around this tournament and they're going to impress people because you can't be number one at some point in the season and then not make it through the tournament. It just, in my mind, I feel like they could, they could do it. Well, that looks like we got all the time we have for tonight. Um, Guys, enjoy March Madness. We're obviously going to have a recap one. We might even do a women's tournament. I feel like they don't get enough love on there. And like, yeah, I feel like maybe after when we're together, we'll be able to, Go we'll through down, 16 for both. Yeah, we, we might break down the women's. Um, go Oregon Ducks. That's my favorite team. I was go. gonna say quickly, what is your final two for the women's tournament? Um Who do you pick? I got South Carolina. Um I have I actually have Iowa beating UConn, so that'll be interesting. I have UConn beating Iowa. I want to see Caitlin Clark go to the final four. My national. Oh, no, I think she will. I think she'll go to the final four, but I think she's going to play UConn in the end. Yeah, we'll see. But I want, I, I have my national champion, South Carolina. Um, just too much talent. Fun fact they have one of our, the Syracuse transfers, Camilla Cardoso, as their center mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. under Aaliyah Boston, who will be in WNBA first round pick. But I think uh, they, they, they have a sour taste in their mouth after losing the SEC to Kentucky. So, I think South Carolina gets it done. Sorry. And I think that that says something about South Carolina. What? That they lost to them. Yeah, they lost to Kentucky on like literally a crazy three. So 
Look, March Madness is fun. Perry and I will be watching the games all together at the, when she comes back to school, which will be fun. Um, mm-hmm. Got a lot of games, lots of fun. So, um, guys, I think that's all we have for tonight. Um, thank you for listening. Um, obviously, our podcast is available on most platforms, but mainly Spotify. Follow us um, at the Women's Take on Instagram. On Instagram. And, and you'll hear more from us next week. Hopefully, we will uh, go through the Sweet 16 for men and women next week yes. and we'll be, we'll be going through we'll go through sweet 16 for both men and women and um have a good night guys bye